Byron Lazine, One Ant Company, William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny back in the house with Barnum Plans. PK, how was your your Miami trip? I was supposed to I was supposed to be there with you. Well, kind of with you, but in the stadium. Yeah, we you. saved you a seat and everything, and realizing you weren't going to sit there anyway. Yeah, yeah. But it was. You didn't uh, save was... me a seat. Martin saved me some seats, but I couldn't take them up on that. Uh, I don't know. I, I muscled through this show somehow without you last week, Pat, and then I caught the flu. And well, That's what it was. It was the stress. It was the burden of having to carry the show solo. It just wore you down. It was just too much. I think it did. It was a great show, though. Mike could attest to that. I mean, we talked a lot about uh, where this year has ended up in with real estate. There were seven forecasters, Pat. You didn't get to hear about that. I'll, I'll fill you in, though. And anyone that missed last week's show. If you miss any show, you can go to CT Real Estate Radio. And check out the podcast, but I'll fill you in on on what seven forecasts we talked about last week. Uh, this is where the housing market is going in 2022. So we talked about that, where it's going mm-hmm. and, and kind of where it's came from here in this past year. And Pat, most forecasters believe this market is going up again. We talked about Goldman Sachs previously on this show, right? We talked about that one. We did. Goldman Sachs is predicting a 16% uptick between October of 2021 and December 2022. So that's, if you just take it for 2022, that would be 13.5% on that annualized basis. Okay, so Goldman Sachs in 22 is saying 13.5% increase. Zillow is saying 13.6%. Of course they are. We couldn't just do 13 and a half. Well, they just thought a different number with all the trouble Zillow's had. They said, you know what? We might as well just, just follow suit with Goldman Sachs. How bad could that be? And okay. So those are the two top ones out of these seven. The uh, middle of the road was Fannie and Freddie came in basically identical. Fannie is at 7.9%. Freddie's at 7%. They had to check in with each other, you know, to get, to get their numbers hey man, straight. what's your answer? Listen, just here's mine, but don't don't make it exactly the same. Okay, cool. Don't worry about it. I won't do that. So, so they're in the middle, and then Redfin and CoreLogic are a little bit. Uh, they're at the bottom. They're at three percent for Redfin and one point nine percent for CoreLogic, and then there was one group, the Mortgage Bankers Association, which is an industry trade group. They're actually predicting a two and a half percent decrease now. Hmm. Their number came out before it was finalized that the government is going up on government-backed loans. So there's an 18% increase on what you can borrow for an FHA loan. What qualifies Last as conventional, year, right? That's, that's what moved up? Like what's considered conventional moved up? Well, it could be a convent. You could take a, an FHA. A government-backed could be a conventional or, you know, there could be... Yeah, basically, conventional, but FHA yeah. would, would probably be um, not considered conventional. But you could, for as little as uh, 3.5% down now, Pat, you can buy a $650,000 house. Wow, that's right. Yeah, I think I saw some, some buzz around that in the world there. 
it was five hundred and fifty thousand. I'll give you the exact numbers. I'm a couple thousand off here, but it was it was basically around five forty eight, five fifty, and now it's all the way up to six hundred and fifty thousand. Now the the limit was sat at like four hundred and twenty thousand forever, forever because. The, the government wouldn't let these loan limits go up until we got everything back from, you know, what we lost after the last real estate peak after the mortgage crisis. Yeah. So there, it was, it was sitting at that number forever. And now uh, it's just, it's gone up to an incredible number. I say that because the mortgage bankers are predicting a decrease at two and a half percent. It makes absolutely no sense especially with now the ability for people to borrow more money for 3500 bucks another $100,000 is available to them on government backed loans which makes up the majority of these mortgages so that means if if there's a $550,000 house now right government backed loans last year or this whole year 2021 you could put 3.5% down you could borrow up to about $550,000 okay now if there's a, that same $550,000 house, if I can borrow up to six, $650,000 for just another $3,500, I'm going to be incentivized to bid that house up if I really want it as the buyer because it's not costing me anything really. You know, yeah. A couple bucks on my mortgage payment, it's not really costing me much at all to go borrow another $50,000, bid this house up to six hundred. dollars So you're going to see more bidding wars. I talked about, Pat, that right now, right now in Connecticut, and this is similar to a lot of different parts in the country. We actually have lower inventory than we did at the beginning of this spring market in 21 when things completely exploded. It's a little bit lower. We had higher inventory at this point last year. It, that's crazy to me. That's insane because every time, every time we talk about that, it's always – the lowest inventory, the lowest inventory, the lowest, and now it's somehow right now lower. we're at the. We just broke another record of lowest all time. So we've got no inventory. Demand is still incredibly high, and people can borrow even more money than they could this past year. That starts on January first, and that money is limits. still very cheap. And the, the interest rates, yeah, they've moved, but they're still really low. I mean. They, they show no signs in the first couple quarters of going up. And I, I believe that's what Goldman Sachs is banking on is that these interest rates staying low. I mean, you, you watch the, uh, it's, it's weird. You know, the 10 year has gone up a little bit, but mortgages are going nowhere. No. Mortgages just, yeah, are just sitting where they're at. So yeah, it's minimal changes. I mean, there are a couple of fluctuations here and there, but it's nothing, you know, crazy. Um, what was I just looking at before? There was uh, So Pat, the, uh, the moral of the story is, Home prices are going to skyrocket again in 2022, certainly in the first six months. No question about it. This spring is going to even be last year's this, you know, 20 spring of 21. Which is just absolutely insane. Like if you keep looking at where the benchmarks are, we've talked about this every other or every third show. You know, it's it's hey, we got record this, record that, record this, record that. And it's just it keeps moving, it keeps moving. I mean, it's like when we you know, years ago, a couple years ago, when you and I were talking about the markets. Right, the stock market would keep keep going up and hit a record high, hit a record high, and eventually we were like, how, "When is it going to stop?" And so the, the, it just kept exact, accelerating. The exact number you can borrow up to there on that three and a half percent is six hundred forty-seven thousand two hundred dollars. So three and a half percent down to get you a six hundred forty-seven thousand two hundred dollar home. 
Uh, you can go government backed jumbo loan of $970,000, Wow. <laughs> um, it's less than 25 grand down on us on the max loan on the max 647,200 is less than $25,000 down at three and a half percent. Yeah. So think you about six that. And a half thousand, that's absurd. People with, with 20 grand in their pocket can go buy $650,000 homes. Uh, that that qualify. You still right now the average home buyer just so people aren't like, oh my gosh, here we go, mortgage crisis bubble. Yeah. No, no, the, <laughs> the average buyer right now is over a seven hundred credit score. You're not seeing people with, you know, a five ninety go out there and, and buy these homes. That's not going to happen, and it's not happening right now. This whole year, the FHA baseline for conforming loan limit was five forty eight two fifty. Now it's six forty seven two hundred. Huge, huge increase. All right, PK. What else back. we got coming up? We gotta, what do we got we gotta, coming up next? We're going to talk a little about uh, some TikTok and some, some gambling. Let's talk about gambling. Like gambling? Gambling. Yeah, TikTok. Let's do it. Let's do gambling so we can go on break before Mike yells at us. We'll be right back. We're talking gambling when we come back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk. Twas the night before Christmas and all. What do you know, Pat? Connecticut finally listened. They finally did the right thing. And now they're making money. It's almost like they were against money for so long. Like they didn't want to make money. They just wanted to spend money. Maybe now they see how much money they can make. They'll start making even more revenue-based decisions. Uh, Let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. I I will say whoever sent Governor Ned Lamont our show to encourage him to go ahead and take these steps to take action uh, deserves a thank you. Cause obviously that's why they did it. Cause we've been talking about this stuff for years. You know, the, the marijuana got legalized sort of, but not for sale yet. So kind of missed the boat there, but now gambling, that's it. We got the, the sports books over at the casinos and they're making some dollars now. All right. So we've got the numbers for just two weeks. This is mid October to October 31st from sports betting. This is two weeks. The first two weeks, this is before even Foxwoods had the fancy uh, restaurant bar the, yeah. open. You know, it's like it's before the app was the app is going to blow the, the doors off, Pat. Like oh, now okay. they can just bet right on the app. It was before the app was going. So these are the first two weeks, the soft opening numbers for Connecticut sports betting. And I mean, they're not going to change anybody's life in the state, but when you multiply this out on where it's going and how, and because of the app these numbers are just going to get huge and the awareness and you know people stop going to their local book this is going to get huge as a revenue source for Connecticut yeah it's insane now what they what they do with the money is a whole other story but well it's it's just here that will be deposited to the state's general funds so we'll see how we'll see how how good we go how we, well we do with that i guess but yeah it's like it's I just, I just multiplied it, just pretending the numbers stay as low as they are times 26, right? Because this is two weeks worth of numbers. And it's huge. It's a huge number. So expanding gambling in Connecticut that began in mid-October with sports betting and online casino games has generated blank million in state revenue, Gov. Ned Lamont says Wednesday. Blank million. How many millions 
did they generate in just the tax over the first two weeks of the soft opening with the sports betting? 860-464-9490 is the number. We'll hook you up with a gift card courtesy of service station equipment to a local restaurant. Uh, 860-941. Oh, no. 860-464-8604-464. Did I just give my number out? You started to. You also didn't finish giving out 464. Yeah, uh, four six. What is the number there? Ninety four ninety eight six four ninety four ninety. You really were sick last week. I got, I got stuck on my number in my head. But you can text <laughs> me if you got a real estate need. Eight six zero nine four one two seven five five. But eight six zero four six four ninety four ninety is the number if you want a gift card courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. If you can guess how many million in the first. Two weeks. This is a soft opening, too, by the way, for the uh, sports betting in Connecticut on the tax. Yeah, and I think we're just talking about online casino and sports betting just at the two casinos. You know, we talked about right. all the rest, all the rest yeah, of the sports books that are being built. I mean, it's it's going to be crazy. Online gambling and, and uh, sports betting combined. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but it's not we're not talking about like. I think it's the online apps are not what we're talking about, like the DraftKings and, and, and the FanDuel apps. I don't think, I think it's just like the, the online casino games that you can get from Foxwoods and from Mohegan right now. It's not even like the full on sports books yet. And then when the rest of the books, cause they said, what was the number? I think it was like 25 or 30 actual sports books are going to be built uh, all over, all over the state. Those aren't even done yet. So now, this, and those are going to be DraftKings books and FanDuel books. No, I think they're going to be there's, uh, there's something on. with the lotto or something that they're yeah. I thought it was like a excuse me, like a like a third party. Hang on, uh, very good sports betting. Let's hang on. Bear with me here as I uh, click actively as quickly as I can. Rodney Butler, tribal chairman of the Mashantucket Pequots, uh, obviously they own and operate Foxwoods, says he's encouraged by the early results showing a clear enthusiasm and interest in online sports betting and gaming in Connecticut. I mean, I think Rodney's known this for a long time. It didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that there is enthusiasm and interest in online sports betting <laughs> in Connecticut and in everywhere, by the way. Yeah. So, so Lamont so is projecting revenue to generate $100 million a year for the state over the next four or five years. So that'll be a half a billion over the next four or five years. Pretty That's solid. Pretty good number. Yeah, imagine what would happen if they started when we when we told them to, four or five years ago. It's all right. Now, obviously, that's a small share of the forty-six billion dollar budget enacted in June. How does Connecticut have a forty-six billion dollar budget? That can't be the annual number, is it? Two year. That's a two year number. Okay, that's which is still huge. I mean, I'm not saying that's a small number. <clears throat> Holy cow. Uh, and I know you haven't driven through Hartford lately, Pat, but you drive through sure. Hartford and you're like, what? these guys are spending billions? <laughs> what, what are they spending it on? <laughs> a couple shots here at a, a couple shots at Hartford. It's all right. Mike just wrote in the chat, play Sugar House. What, what, is that? what does that even mean? Play Sugar House, Mike. Mike, you have is, the board. You got the buttons, man. I can't. Is that a... Uh, is that something with with this uh, lottery? Oh, Connecticut Lottery works with Sugar House to do the brick and mortar. It's a non-casino sports book, sports haven, and uh, winners, etc. 
Play Sugar House also hosts the Connecticut Lottery online betting. There you go. Play Sugar House, Pat. That's the answer to the question. Which is a part of Rush Street Interactive, which is what you and I were really confused about when we first started talking about this. So Play Sugar House's partnership with Lottery gives Rush Street Interactive access to Connecticut via its Play Sugar House brand. Connecticut's law stipulates that the Lottery Sports Betting app cannot have ties to a land-based casino. Play Sugar House sounds like something else, doesn't it? Isn't that a place in Foxwoods? Oh, well, there's that, that, rest, that sugar restaurant, yeah, with all the sugary drinks and the smoke coming out of them. Just yeah. instant diabetes. Sounds like an adult fun house to me. Play Sugar House. Eight six zero four six four ninety four ninety is the number if you want a gift card to a local restaurant, courtesy of Service Station Equipment. Just call in and guess how many million in revenue for Connecticut was generated since mid October, from mid October to October thirty first, the first two weeks of the online sports betting and online casino gaming in the state 860-464-9490 is that number we'll get you hooked up with a local restaurant gift card courtesy of service station equipment so i think once again just to make sure we're giving people some sort of sense here right we we're thinking lamont says he expects to generate about 100 million a year for the full year over the next four to five years so this is just two weeks so pretty pretty impressive number even without play sugar house involved yet i think um but what do we get so the state of connecticut gets 13.75 or 13 and three quarters percent of the gross gaming revenue for sports betting uh and 18 percent of online casino gaming and then in 2026 that's actually going to go up to 20 percent for both wow it's a pretty big cut there so that's that's quite the big so i mean the house the house is getting rocked here so <laughs> holy cow so apparently Lamont began negotiations with both tribes shortly after he took office in January of 19. So even then, Lamont was two years behind us talking about legalizing this. Did, did you know that Lamont's first bet, which was made at Fox, or no, I'm sorry, at Mohegan, he made a, that first day he made a bet. It was bet like, what, 20 bucks or something or like 10 bucks or something? Yeah, but one of his first bets at Mohegan, I think he only made one or two bets there, but... No, I'm sorry. He made two bets at Foxwoods. He made one bet at Mo- Mohegan. His only bet at Mohegan, which was the first bet there in their sports book, was an illegal bet. What? He bet on the Connecticut Sun, and Mohegan didn't realize you can't have you can't be betting on games for the uh, Mohegan Sun, the WNBA team at Mohegan Sun because they play there. So. <laughs> They had that up as an option to bet on, but they weren't supposed to. And they don't have, you can't bet on, to my knowledge, Sun Games now that the WNBA team Sun Games or at any point going forward because they play there. You, you would have to go to Foxwoods to actually bet the games for the Mohegan Sun. So it's like, it's like the employer rules where the employees of one casino can't gamble there. They have to go to the other casino to gamble. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same idea. So yeah, that's really. <laughs> so the first bet ever made at that sports book was a bet that was not supposed to be allowed to happen. It was a great way to derail the entire process. We just ended up making it illegal. Good job. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> All right, we got Paul from Norwich with a guest. Paul, how are you doing? Good, good. Turn my radio off. There we go. <laughs> what do you so think, Paul? Now. 
I got a guess. One point seven million. You got it, my man. One point seven on the nose in just two weeks. That's broken up between the online gambling, which is one point two million, and the sports betting, which was an additional five hundred thirteen thousand. Money's deposited in the state's general fund, as Pat pointed out earlier. And this is before the app for the sports betting, right? So now that the app is like fully out there and you can get the app anywhere, those numbers are going to go up. Uh, what do you think, Paul? Are you for this added revenue for the state or what? Well, you can do what you want with your money, but you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't gamble well. I don't use it, but yeah, people want to spend it. No, I buy lottery tickets. What the hell? Yeah. All right, Paul, stick around. We're going to get you hooked up with a uh, gift card to a local restaurant, courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Okay, thank you. Happy holidays, my friend. You too. I think we'll, uh, we got to offer some, some bets, I think, next time. Didn't we talk about doing that? We got to figure out how to integrate that. We'll place a bet for you or on, on your behalf and give you the money to place a bet. We got we to integrate. So we're going to start we support, giving, giving people the option to take the gift card or place a bet. And we got we got to support the sports book, man. We got to support the sports book. We got to support local restaurants. We got to do right. uh, we got we got to do a lot of stuff, man. I think there's, there's a we are carrying the burden of the economic benefit of the state of Connecticut on this show. Like without <laughs> without us, things just come off the rails. <laughs> without without us and without Lee, Lee's the guy. I wonder if that hey is that uh, toy drive still going on? Ooh, good question. Maybe Mike knows. I think that was Whaling. Uh, yeah, City down in Whaling City. Yep. Yeah, down in Whaling City. Uh, let's see what we got. Let's see what the internet says. Let's yeah, see, see, what the the, says. see what the internet says. We got to go to a break. We come back. We're going to be taking any of your calls if you've got any real estate deals to promote. We've got the one in company rewind, and we'll give away some more of Martin's money. What the heck? All that when we come back. Real Estate Radio ninety four nine News Now stimulating talk. Seen one and company, William Ravis Real Estate, Pat Kenny Barnum Plans. You're listening to Real Estate Radio. And if you've got any real estate that you would like to promote, whether you're a for sale by owner, a agent, we don't care. We'll help you out. We'll help you promote that deal on this show. 860-464-9490 is the number. 860-464-9490. If you've got any real estate to promote, or if you'd like an on-air valuation of your property, I'm happy to help with that as well, 860-464-9490. But first, let's get into the one and company at William Ravis Real Estate. Rewind for the week. This is the number one team in Connecticut, folks. We had five new listings. 196 Butler Town Road in Waterford was just listed. Chaz and Ann Carpenter co-listed this property. $399,900. 196 Butler Town Road in Waterford on for just under 400000 This is a 
four bedroom, two and a half bath, almost 2,800 square feet on five and a half acres. Taxes are only just a tick over 4,500. Beautiful colonial. Got to see that. $399,900, Butler Town Road in Waterford. All right. We also had a new listing on Ocean Ave in New London. But that one, 266 Ocean Ave, New London, already went under contract. That went on for 2799 and is now under contract. Okay. We also had a new listing at 63 Kimberly Drive in Enfield for $370,000. It's a four-bedroom, two-bath, two-full-bath, $370,000, four-bed, two-bath, 63 Kimberly Drive in Enfield. Colonial, architectural charm everywhere you look. Two-car attached garage. Go check that one out. You can check all these out at oneandcompany.com. Also, we listed 40 Sandquist Circle in Hamden for $299,000. So almost 2,000 square feet, four bedroom, three full bath. Four bedroom, three full bath with 2,000 square feet for under 300 k Come on now. Come on, playa. Located in a quiet neighborhood. Property's completely fenced in. It's got a fireplace, central air. It's all decked out. Go check that out. 40 Sandquist Circle in Hamden. Also, 25 Moss Street in Stonington, in the heart of the Pawtucket Village. It's not to be confused with Pawtucket. This is Pawtucket in Stonington. 25 Moss Street. Love Moss Street, too, by the way. Moss Street is a, is a very wide street, double wide street. Tree-lined, double-wide. Should have put that in the description. I just it. know that because I know that, Pat. That's just me just just knowing that information. But do you want to start calling streets double-wides? Like Double-wide street. It's a double-wide like, street. Yeah, but like I feel like the, the term double-wide, I get this thing in my head about mobile home living, and, and I, now I'm not interested. It's like, a triple-wide street. Triple-wides. $389,000, Victorian, three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. 21, over almost 2,200 square feet. You've got a uh, one-car detached garage. Love walk the location. To, Love the location. Right, you got it's walkable. Moss Street is walkable to CC O'Brien's. Oh yeah, there you go. For sure. Get yourself a little uh, little, little Reuben action. Watch the game. 25 Moss Street, Stonington. There you go. We also had a couple ones that uh, actually didn't make the weekly roundup list here that were just listed. That's last night. 281 Gardner Ave, Unit 15 in New London, 83,900. And you can have immediate immediate occupancy. Uh, so this is a great opportunity to beat renting. The association fee is 332 bucks over there. It's a two-bedroom, one-full bath. You can definitely beat what it's going to cost you to rent it. Two Cherry Blossom Lane, Unit 2 in East Lime, on for 300 45,000. This is Chapman Farms. Okay. This is really desirable. Mary Poole just listed this. Chapman Farms is sought after. Okay. Uh, so get over to that one. 
to Cherry Blossom Lane, unit number two, East Lime. All right, we had 15 properties that went under contract as a team in just the last seven days. Those were in Old Lime, Marlboro, New London, West Haven, East Haddam, Montville, Branford, Waterbury, Stamford, Guilford, Norwich, Stratford, Milford, Branford, Ledger. And closings, we had closings that totaled up eight closings in the last seven days. East Haddam, Bristol, Essex, Fairfield, Killingworth, Milford, North Brantford, and Shelton. That's your one ant company at William Ravis Real Estate. Rewind for the week. We also have a couple of open houses today from two to four. The new listing in Enfield, 63 Kimberly Drive, is open. Talked about 63 Kimberly Drive and the new listings. That's 2 to 4 today and 2 to 4 tomorrow, 63 Kimberly Drive in Enfield. So if you're looking for a property in Enfield, this just got listed this week at $370,000. It's a four-bedroom, two-full bath, and it's open today and tomorrow, 2 to 4, 63 Kimberly Drive. Also open tomorrow that new listing in Chapman Farms, 2 Cherry Blossom Lane in Nyanic is open 11 to 1 on Sunday. 2 Cherry Blossom Lane in Nyanic open 11 to 1 tomorrow. Awesome open houses. Get out there and check them out. I feel like I heard the uh, couple couple carpenter, couple pulas in there. Or the, uh, the power team blending in nicely. Jill just sent me those open houses, by the way. If you if you ever we used to stream the show live on Facebook. Maybe we'll get back to that after the new year, Pat. I think we should. Yeah, I'm but I don't know if Jill will be joining us like she used to. Jill used to always be on that show. Where's our boy uh where's our boy Marvin? Ben. You know, that's a really good question. I think the last time we were concerned, he called in just to allay any fears we had about his health and personal safety. So Marvin, if you're listening over in, what is it? Radio Free America? Radio Free New England. Radio Free New England. Is no, that's, well, that's, no, no, no. You're thinking of, uh, Oh no, you're right. I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of the guy from Westerly. Yeah. Sam, I'm thinking of Sam. You're thinking of Who, Sam. By the way, Sam, yeah. we miss you too, brother. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, no. Marvin, right. Marvin from the Facebook lives. I feel like Marvin bailed once Jill did. And it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of a bummer. I think uh, I'm not going to, you know, today is Jill's birthday, so I wouldn't ask her to come back on the show. Well, that's why I was bringing, what a softball I just did there, Pat. That's I mean, why I was bringing that up, you know. So I mean, I've already reached out to her because, you know, I care. <laughs> so I did. I did this morning. If you remember Jill from the Facebook Lives, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Jill. We, we can't, couldn't get through the show without saying happy birthday to Jill. Yeah, right after open houses. Just kind of. Well, because she, she said, I'm, kid, I'm kidding. I do like I, I like that you we we have gone so far in technology that you actually had what appear to be printouts of things in front of you that you're shuffling through like we're all like like you're on like uh like an old news show. It's like uh like well, your letterman I, or something. Like you I printed okay. out the listings so I could speak intelligently of you know what these listings have to offer. People want to hear about these homes, you know? Uh so so Mike says Marvin and, and he is from Norwich, Marvin from Norwich. He called in earlier today on another show. So good to know that Marvin is still kicking out there. Yes, he just doesn't like you and me, which is fine. I'll, I'll... He just liked Jill. He only liked Jill. That was the thing. We got to get Jill back on. After the new year, we're going to get Jill back on. We should do some more guests after the new year too, Pat. I'm into it. I like I like the guest shows. We always do. We always had a, fun, had a lot of fun with the guest shows. I think I want to uh, do a lot more guests. If we don't prep them. 
Ahead of I mean, time. Like, ahead, we don't give them an article or anything. We just, just you and I spitball while they're just sitting there going, what are these two idiots doing? People that might happens. forget. We were the first show ever to interview Bob Stefanowski. Before, you know, when he was thinking about running for governor, we were the first show ever to give him an interview. Then every everybody with a microphone in Connecticut wanted to interview him, but we were the first. Uh, we, we interviewed, uh, who's the new first select woman for, for Stonington? I, I really uh, thought a lot bro, out of her. Right? No, no, no. Cheesebro is not. No, I'm talking about, uh, oh, it is Cheesebro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah they, I gotta, the, I gotta fact she's, check she's, she's younger, right? Cause she was on. Yeah. I think that's what we're talking about. I know. Come on, man. Come on. Give me some credit. Oh, I have idea. Give you some, some idea. credit. It's a hard thing to do around here, Pat. Very true. All right. Okay, I'll carry the burden of the show. Don't worry about it. You, you just keep Googling names that you don't remember. Yeah, she is. Danielle yeah. Cheeseburg. I, I really was fond of her. We've interviewed we've interviewed a bunch of these guys and gals on this show. Anyways, we'll, we'll get back to some more interviews. If you'd like to call in and suggest some interviews that we should take on for the new year, feel free to do that. 860-464-9490. We come back. We'll give away one more gift card, a little bit more of Martin's money. Feeling jolly here on the holiday season. Stay with us for that. You're listening to Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. say pat about guys that wear running shoes to play basketball right they're dangerous well, not good things they don't say good things about those guys that's why on my holiday list i put a pair of jordans so i could play basketball in real basketball shoes and i put it on the list and just bought it for myself last night do you just buy yourself your own gifts most of the time I tend to just, I'm like the, I'm, I'm very much, I'm sure just like you, I'm like a terrible person to buy a gift for. Cause when I have the idea of like, I want something, I just buy the thing like right then and there. Yeah. And like, I don't ever wait for stuff. So I just kind of have things as I want them. Well, you getting the wife anything this year or are you skipping this year? No, we're going to, we're, she's, she's got a little, uh, a little surprise or two coming. It's all right. It's, uh, you think uh, she's listening to the show? It wasn't, I don't know what she does half the time. Like she's rummages around out over here somewhere. And then I don't know if she's listening to me. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. She's very supportive. Nicole doesn't listen to your show. Come on. She used to listen to it when it was on Facebook. We got to go back to the Facebook live. Cause there's more people that say, ah, I used to listen when you're on Facebook live. I don't listen now. I'm like, download the podcast, download the podcast, CT real estate radio. Come on now. I think we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta bring the show back to the people. That's what it is. That's where they are. They're, they're on the interwebs. So let's do it. Well, look, do it. Podcast is on the interwebs. I mean, well, you want to listen to it live. Interweb yeah. sounds, sounds really Skeevy. You know what? what's on my uh, holiday wish list? We got Somebody wants to donate me land in the metaverse. I would be fully accepting of that. Yeah, I, I think we went, and I sent you like six or seven things. So like the second you and I talked about it, that's the only thing that was in my feed on any social media thing that I talked about was was just all meta. Yeah, I looked for it once. 
And so now it's all NFTs, it's all metaverse, all this crazy stuff. And it's just, <laughs> dude, it's already blowing up. It's already getting like to buy like a random little plot of land in like sandbox somewhere that's 17,000 little spots away from like one of the big players yeah. is like three ETH. And I'm like, why is <laughs> why is it $9,000 for this random web address? It's so Pat, ridiculous. I, this past week, having the flow, I had a lot of time on my hands. I went so deep into this crap, this metaverse. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, it's not crap. There are very smart people spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars accumulating land in the digital world. Do you think the government's going to start levying attacks on, on these digital plots? Like digital property tax? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I get. I, uh, I'm, I'm, they'll figure it. I don't think they're going to try. I don't know that they'll figure out how to do it, because um, they'll just up and move it, right? All you're talking about is blockchain info. Just move the blockchain. Like that's just yeah. It's it's all it's all anonymous anyway. It's not like you're yeah. It's not like it's going to say you know like I, I'm not going to look it up on like Vision Appraisal and be like, hey, who owns this piece of the metaverse? Um, that's a good point, actually. Mike, Mike has a that doesn't that only happened once. This week, Mike, go ahead probably. and grab the mic. Stop <laughs> chiming in through the chat. Nobody can hear the chat. Go ahead and grab your microphone over there in in Ledger and and speak your mind, Mike. You know this isn't um, whose shows before. This isn't the Dennis O'Brien show where he would scold you for talking here. You know we'll we'll let you talk. Well, I didn't necessarily want to interrupt you when you're you're on a roll, but uh, I thought that I thought that was a clever line that they'll just take it through eminent domain. They won't bother taxing it. Yeah, well, well, we'll give you the opportunity to, to drop the bomb on your line there. I did think that was a clever line. I could have, I could have stole that from you. You're right, and taken all the have, credit. I, I would have been fine with that. Anything for the show. <laughs> I like how Mike right. say this one. Interrupt this one more on a roll. Like, there, there's no rules here. We just, we're just, we just go. Everything just goes, and you can just jump in whenever you want. Be careful what it's you wish for. <laughs> Eminent domain, good. just like the little pink house in New London. Trumble, fork trumble. I think one of the probably most well-known Connecticut cases, of eminent, probably one of the most well-known national. cases of eminent domain. Yeah, period. That yeah, went like, to, nationally, that went to the Supreme Court. Yeah, there was a, um, they, I, never, I never watched, there was a movie a couple of years ago that came out about the pink house, about that whole thing. Yeah. It was like, like fairly well-received. I just never got, um, never really watched it. Uh, pink house. I'm going to find out what that is because I forgot what the movie was called now. Little pink house. Oh, what's that on now that I, I believe I have every streaming service known to mankind? <laughs> uh, film, little pink house, little pink house. We just got HBO, the show. Uh, another thing I got to do while I was sick, the show Succession. Ooh, seen it. Haven't watched it yet. Is it good? Oh, my. Don't even watch it. You're going to get sucked in. Like, it uh, is. I don't have time for that, man. You, that's what I'm saying. Don't watch it. Uh, Succession is probably. I mean, it's like already up there in a top ten HBO show for me. Come on, it's so good. It did is. You like, so did you like good. Ballers? Did you watch Ballers? Did you like that? Was that with The Rock? Yeah. The rock, uh, Rock, Forgery. I've seen it, but I didn't get like to it. Now, I, I, I didn't find it to be uh, one of my favorites. We went like three or four episodes in, and then like the fifth and sixth one, that was it. And we literally just watched the, the all five seasons in like an hour and a half. It was absurdly. We just like we just. It, it takes a little bit to get moving. Oh, um, so you got into it? Yeah, like I because I kind of wanted to. I was like because I like I like Rob Cordry, the guy that he's with. Because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just I like him a lot. And so like I, where I was like, all right, this has to work. It's The Rock. 
like, come on, it's DJ. It has, and we kind of kept watching and watching. And then it starts to take off a little bit. Because, like, the first three or four, like, you're, you're just meeting everybody. Like, all of these different players, all these different Like, you're just like, all right, come on. Like, what's the point of the whole show? But it's uh, it's good. Little Pink House, by the way, is on Amazon Prime. So you can stream it on Prime. Well, Amazon Prime is a little different thing there. You, you know, you got to pay for a lot of the stuff on Amazon Prime. No, no, this Even if you have with, Amazon Prime. Included with Prime. I wouldn't. I wouldn't oh, it's I wouldn't, included with Prime. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't just like steer you wrong, man. I wouldn't tell you, hey, listen, it's six bucks on Prime. I would tell no, you it's so six it's, bucks it's on Prime. It's in, included with Prime, and then they'll jam the commercials down your throat. I, I've been through that thing on Amazon Prime. It's fine. Catherine Keener is the, uh, is the, woman, is the one, the main character there. She was in a uh, 40-year-old virgin. No. Or, you, don't, you don't know 40-year-old virgin. Why do, how no. do you not know? Never met one. Are you one? Another 40. <laughs> Making my heart sad. I don't know why I got out of this rabbit hole with you with TV shows and movies sometimes because I do and I always get disappointed. You get disappointed when you throw out 40 year old virgin and I haven't seen it. I believe oh, Catherine God. Keener was also the mother in Get Out. Correct. Correct. Never seen it. Nice grab, Mike. Mike, you seen Succession? I've not. I don't have HBO. Oh, that's my new thing now. I just ask people that. Byron will give you a login. Don't worry. He's got an extra user account or two. You can, you can do a guest. Just do what I do and have my you know, have all of the services and then have random members of your family just freeload off of different services. Well, Jill gave like eight different people her Showtime login, so everybody had it. I wanted to, I was watching, what was that? Oh, Billions. That's yeah, how billions. I was like, That's, checking yeah, out Billions, which is unbelievable show if you have Axe Showtime. Cap. Axe Capital, so good. Oh my God. And so I go on there one day and I hadn't been on for a long time. And so it pops up like you were just watching this and, you know, you were halfway through it or whatever. Yeah. And there's some like late night porn on the, Oof. you were just oh. watching. So I text Jill. I'm like, Jill, what is going on here? Were you just, are you just streaming? Porn? <laughs> what kind like, of degenerates have your login? I'm like, who else has the login here? She's like, it wasn't me. I thought it was you. I said, oh, baloney. Thought it was me. You didn't text. I texted you immediately when I saw it. <laughs> That's the kind of like I feel like those kind of stories are the reason you don't share logins. You're just like, you know what? No, because yeah. I, I don't. Like, I don't want to know. I just don't. I'm so, I'm so nervous about. She ran down the list of uh, of everybody, and, and there was there was one guy. He, he's always, he's so far left. He's like, you know, he makes AOC look middle. I'm like, it had to have been him. <laughs> it had to have been him. Uh. Terrible. All right, PK, what do we got to be looking out here for the the end of the year? Let's get serious here as we wrap up this show. What what do we got (laughs) to be looking out for the end of the year? We've only got a couple shows left before the end of the year, but what what should we be looking out for if we're uh, just planning our affairs, our our future, our our investments? Um, So I think one of the things that's an interesting stat is that I read a couple days ago. Since 1950... There have been 20 times that the January to November returns were above 20%. And during those years, December has been has finished the year up three quarters of the time. And there's been 22 negative Novembers. And in that case, December finished up 86% of the time. So the numbers would say that we're probably going to have a pretty strong finish to the year from an economic standpoint. I know inflation numbers have been going up kicking people down so hopefully it doesn't impact people's uh holidays too much i mean wages moved up a little this year but inflation has crept up twice now and, and they just announced yesterday it was higher than they expected uh, which we thought for sure was going to be 
uh, derail the day, and yet we finished the day positive yesterday. So I think at this point, there's a lot of momentum going into the end of the year, just like there is with, with your market, with the real estate market. I think there's just a lot of momentum going, and it's going to be really hard to you know, the derail things. I mean, the Omicron variant made news on the Friday after Thanksgiving. We had a really bad day. By Wednesday, they had realized that the effects of it were not nearly as severe as Delta and as the original variant, and they were like, well, okay. And the markets have just finished up almost every day since then. Even with inflation numbers, even with joblessness numbers, so I think we're uh, we're in for a strong finish to the year. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, put it all on red, but uh, I'm fairly confident that we're going to have a pretty positive end of December. I mean, we're up, we finished up four percent. The S and P finished up three and a half percent this week, and we're still up twenty five and a half percent for the year. So, been a good year. Mm-hmm. You just kind of held fast. Pat, next week's show as we as we wrap up the year, we'll talk about some end of the year numbers in both real estate and in your world, right? Perfect. I think that's a good, strong way to end the year before we get into the holiday madness. So make sure you tune in to next week's show. We're going to do some end of the year numbers. If you haven't downloaded this podcast, do that. CT Real Estate Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to do some some cool things this year with the podcast coming up. If you have any questions about real estate, you can send me an email, byron at oneandcompany.com, B-Y-R-O-N at O-N-E-A-N-D, company, all spelled out, dot com. Uh, I'll have a new email next year too, Pat. That'll be easier for me to say. So Good, good. What if people want to start with a new job next year? We're getting to the end of the year. little teaser there. If you, if you want a new job, Pat, thank you, just go to realestateagentscholarship.com realestateagentscholarship.com and I will pay for you to get your real estate license here in Connecticut. All right, folks. Hope you had a great time listening. You don't have to stay on 94.9 unless you really want to. Go enjoy the weekend, but definitely come back here next Saturday live at 11. Thank you, Mike, over at 94.9. Thank you, Martin, everybody at Service Station Equipment. We'll see you next week and every week live at 11 on Saturdays, Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. From the Bruce Buick GMC Studio.